Hiya. Hello. Hello. Hi. This is Jeff of Jeff in Motion. Um, I'm frazzled and, uh, frankly, terrified at the moment. I'm going to clue you in as to why. Shortly before the end of my day yesterday at work, I got a phone call from my father. Um, he said, I believe his words were, a Puerto Rican man was here and tried to convince me to sell him your car. Um, my lovely partner, Ace and I determined that, uh, Puerto Rican is the word my parents' generation use for Hispanic. <laughs> um, and he's like, yeah, I, I offered $300 and he, he wanted to take it right then, but I told him he had to talk to you. And, um, I simultaneously really hate and very much appreciate what dad has done with the purchase of the new car and the selling of this car, which is making me do it. <laughs> because I hate it because it puts me in a lot of situations I don't understand well or am used to, and I don't like feeling like a fish out of water. I have crippling, crippling anxieties about things like this, about these just like, about the, the sale of large ticket items from one personal seller to another, um, where, you know, there's, like, handshakes and, like, you're not fucking me over and stuff being said, and I, I hate it so much, but it's something I've got to be able to do as a human. I have to be able to do that, especially with cars and things of that nature. So... He's like, I gave the guy your phone number, and he should be calling you. He seemed very, very interested. And I found out later that he had spent nearly an hour trying to convince my dad to sell him the car on the spot. And uh, those of you who have been following the uh, history of my old car is it's dead. It's a dead-on-the-road car. It is leaking oil like no one's business. And my father told me he told him that many times, and I witnessed my father tell him at least three more times, it leaks a lot of oil. And his response was, doesn't matter, doesn't matter. Do, uh, my father, uh, and here, here's the kicker. Uh, I am terrified, I would be terrified if this was this situation with so, with the safest person I could think of. If it was a good friend of mine, I would still be a wreck about this. Now, I don't say unsafe because the person is Hispanic, and I'll get to that. The, the gentleman that is so adamant about purchasing my car is... How to describe him? He, he has a voice like someone who had had a tracheotomy. Um, it is incredibly garbly, and for a less sensitive metaphor, like the, the character in The Waterboy, who his bit was, no one understood him. It, it is almost spot on. Very, very garbly. Um, and his daughter, who he's purchasing the car for, 
um, is far more understandable, but speaks very little English. So the situation is a gentleman who I honestly couldn't tell you his level of English speaking because I don't know what language he was speaking. And a woman who is equally, who is also kind of frustrated due to the fact that she has a, a not, not the best grasp on the English language as of yet. And I, I value communication so much, I talk so much, that when there is almost no... Like, the communication barrier is so staggering in this particular situation that I, I feel so terrified of misunderstandings. I think that's really what it is. I, I, am, I am horrified that they think they're getting a car that is in great working order, even though we've been like, no, it leaks a lot of oil. No, it leaks a lot of oil. I, I fear that I am screwing this person over. And then through that, I'm fearing that they're going to no, they're going to then think that and be angry with me, and then I will be in a heated situation with a staggering communication barrier. And again, heated situations in general really wig me out. I really have a lot of trouble. Um, there's a heated situation in next week's Popular Outcast podcast, and I break down. I lose my ability to communicate for a short period of time. Um, I don't do well with yelling at all. At all, at all. Like, I've gotten better with confidence and whatnot, but as, as soon as shouting starts to happen, I... I kind of collapse in, in upon myself and I can't speak. I, I often, like, I, my posture significantly changes. Uh, my eyes water. Um, I, I get lightheaded. Um, I nearly fainted from being yelled at. Um, I have a lot of trouble. And my fear of that, of this situation becoming a situation like that is... It's a real fear that is hampering my life at the moment. And I, I was expressing a lot of these anxieties to Aislinn. And she asked me a very valid question. Are you being xenophobic? Are you afraid of these people because they're not like you? And I'd like to say no. But I know that I'm afraid not of the people. I'm not afraid of physical harm or anything. I'm so afraid of the potential uh, verbal fight that I could be in. That it is, it is putting a fear around these people. And... And it isn't, it isn't even, 
the the lack of a of a fluent common language that is the issue. It is the um, this gentleman seems to very much hold a position of patriarch in this family dynamic. Um, I've spoke with them on the phone several times and uh, in person once, and I, I, whenever I spoke on the phone, I would speak to the woman first. I would, you know, she would identify me as the owner of the car, and she would hand the phone over to her father, who I have a tremendous amount of trouble understanding. But even with very, very little common language between her and I, what we do share, I get right away. (laughs) So, in my head, I'm like, no, 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 please, no. Please, you talk to me. Because we have have created that, that connection of communication. But it seems as though he is very much the patriarch in the family dynamic. He seems to make the decisions, especially regarding the purchase of a vehicle, which I understand. I would defer to my father, hands down, if that, if, if the father, you know, if this, if I, if he were not, if he were not teaching me a lesson in being an adult at the moment, which is absolutely appreciated and really resented at the same time. Uh, 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 so you are listening as a like a I'm fighting a panic attack. So I'm driving. They wanted to just well one, they they lowballed us. Dad said three hundred. They came with two sixty. Um, and my father was like, no, 300, because dad is an adult and has done this kind of thing and is not mortified by a lack of communication. Um, and, and dad like firmly like, no, 300. And then immediately like goes, oh, like I could, I could hear it in his voice. Like, but you know, it's your car, whatever you want to do. So like he, he was like, he was in business mode and then he's like, wait, this is Jeff's thing to do. Make him do it. And I, I immediately want to be like, yeah, yeah, 260 is fine. But the gentleman, the, uh, the purchaser of the car had already gone 280. And I said, I can do 280 because I didn't have in me the capacity to go no 300. I, it wasn't, I did not have the spine to do that. And he was like, okay, 380 is $380 or $280 in cash. Um, he wants the title and the key and he wants me to sign the back of the title and leave. And God would I have loved it to be that, but that's not the way selling a car works anymore. We have to go to the tag service and they will have to pay for me to sign the back of the thing, basically. Um, which I have talked to several people, my father and my lovely partner, Aislinn, about this. 
and they have both assured me he is an older gentleman. He see, he knew about registration. Uh, my uh, my dad he told my father he was a he was a mechanic, um, but he also told my father that he had to have the car in two weeks because they were leaving. Didn't say where. Um, not my place to ask. They're like, he knows how registration works. Um, but my, my fear, and it may, it may be completely unwarranted, is that we will get to the tag center. Also, communication barriers. I don't know if they know, if we think we're meeting at the same spot. I don't know that right now. I'm driving to a spot that I think they understand where I was talking about. Ooh, and I'm supposed to be there in 12 minutes. Mm. So there's that. But I, 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 my fear, my, my fear is we're going to get to the tag center. We're going to get all this, the paperwork signed. The woman is going to ask them for an amount of money and they're going to look at me to pay it or be like, hey, this wasn't the deal and that fight I'm afraid of. That, that fight where I will totally break down and lose all ability to communicate and be utterly alone because I have no backup. I have no... The, 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 the two people that we're confident that this is going to be just fine, can't come with me. I have to do this on my own. And, um, it's, it's really, really freaking me out. Um, if you, if you can't tell. And I'm really trying to not be a dick about this. I'm not trying to assume they're going to yell at me because I don't understand them or because of an ethnicity barrier, um, a communication and or cultural barrier. That's, that's shitty of me to assume that. But I don't think it's an assumption. It's just a fear of a situation that is so strong that I'm convinced it's going to happen because of how bad my fear is of it. Um, <sighs> but I'm, I'm sweaty and I'm nauseous and I, uh, I re- <laughs> hmm. I've got a dry mouth. I'm freaking out. I'm freaking the fuck out. Unfortunately. But yeah, so my plan is... I'm going to stop this podcast now. And uh, from the tag place to the way home, which is about a five minute trip, I'm going to record another episode, which is going to be a very quick breakdown of how it went. Um, hopefully I'm calling myself an idiot. Hopefully, and more than likely, my father and my partner are completely right. They were right. I was wrong. 
life wasn't a catastrophe. I didn't get shouted at and break down crying in public alone as an adult. That didn't happen. But if it did, it's going to be an interesting story. (laughs) Anyway. And I'm going to air the second part on Monday. Because it's Memorial Day and I don't have work. So therefore I won't be driving to work. So there you go. That's something to look forward to. The resolution to this episode will air on Memorial Day. Um, This has been Jeff in Motion. (sighs) I really hope I'm wrong.